Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. Hey everybody, this week we're going to talk about how we can keep bad debts to an absolute minimum. The collections process is one of those many hats that a business owner starts off wearing but quickly delegates to someone else to manage. While you will specifically designate one person to be responsible for collections, every team member has a responsibility in making sure you get paid in full and on time. These efforts should be continuous and consistent in order to maintain a positive cash flow. I know you're more concerned right now with selling accounts and finding contractors but collecting on your invoices is incredibly important to your long-term success. Please note, no one in your organization is as vested in timely collections as you are, and regular review of accounts receivables is a task you should never completely delegate. That being said, the process starts with you, the business owner. It is your responsibility to ensure that there is a clearly defined credit and collection policy that is created and implemented. It is your responsibility to review this policy with every new salesperson, operations, and accounting person during the onboarding process. This policy should define each department's role and address items such as your payment terms, who is responsible for collecting billing and credit information, when you should escalate the process to you, when an account should be sent to collections, the impact that it has on commissions, and who will be responsible for reporting on AR at the company scorecard meeting. Timely collection starts with the sales team. When you are role-playing with the SE, please make sure that they are communicating to the client what your payment terms are for the services we are providing. If done correctly, you'll be initiating the expectation of timely payment. The sales executive is the ideal team member to collect accurate billing information from their contact at the time of sale and the best one to promote email invoices and ACH payments. We need to send the invoice to the correct person the first time because this prevents first-time clients falling into a past-due status due to inaccurate or incomplete billing information. This is key to starting the relationship with the client in a positive manner. The accounting staff is responsible for facilitating and performing the collection process. Their scorecard will have a goal or measurement for effective collections. Not using your scorecards yet? Well, now is the time to begin. You can access a variety of citywide business plan templates on Citywide U in our resource library under Management Tools. Training our own team and the clients to understand our terms is key to effective collections. Accounting should make early and regular calls to clients to reinforce the idea we are a company that expects regular and timely payment. Once a client is allowed to be past due, they're going to assume we are a vendor that finds late payments acceptable. A good collections person will develop professional relationships with their client contacts, which will foster communication and a timely payment. This communication skill set is also important in working with the operations team in the collection process as well. Speaking of the operations team, 
The FSM has the most contact and the most established relationship with the client. So oftentimes you will want to rely on them during the collection process when there is a dispute. Assuming that the billing contact is in the building that we are cleaning, we recommend that the FSM try to meet the billing contact in person during each new start walkthrough. It will make communications less awkward should we have a billing issue while making us more real to the contact as opposed to just an invoice or voice on the phone. An FSM may be asked to inform their contact that services will be reduced due to past due payments. While we want the FSM to be the good cop, they are the ones who are best suited to work with their contact to influence timely payment. Sometimes our accounting department will ask the FSM to pick up a check from the client in order to avoid the quote-unquote the check is in the mail scenario. If a client has a cash flow issue, we have set payment terms where they can pay us bi-weekly and the FSM will pick up the check on their regular visit. We've also had FSMs let us know if they think a client is having cash issues or anticipating a bankruptcy based upon what they have heard or seen in the office. This truly is a team effort. FSMs should know what's going on at a client's business, and this communication can help the accounting staff with the valuable information needed to keep from writing off bad debts. FSMs are also the ones who can advise you best on an interim plan, a plan between walking off the job completely and doing the full scope of services. We have found reducing the days we perform services and or reducing the services to just trash or restrooms are two very effective ways of keeping the relationship alive while the client gets caught up on their payment plan. As you add more services with non-JS contract clients, you will find these accounts may be slower to pay or more likely to not pay at all due to the lack of an ongoing relationship. So be careful. In these scenarios, you may want to consider a 50% payment prior to starting the work. Either way, JS clients or not, significantly past due accounts may need to be turned over to a collection agency. When an account is turned over to the collections, it should be approved by the franchise owner. Although you might have better local contacts, we do have several names of national collection agencies who might be able to help. So please reach out to your BPC for names and numbers. And don't forget, when it comes to budgeting, each year we budget one-fourth of 1% for bad debts. And in the 30-plus years I've been involved in the business, we have only exceeded that amount twice. All of the years we were way below that number. And both times we exceeded that amount was due to us not following our own best practices. We allowed people to string us along for way too much time and we got burned. So let me leave you with a few action items. Number one, please be sure to share this document with everyone on your team and then set a reminder to review it again with them once a year. Number two, Determine when the accounting should adjust or eliminate the credit limit on high-risk clients. And number three, determine when you should stop selling supplies and extra charges to clients who are habitually late with their payments. While 90 days from the approved terms is the drop-dead walkout date, please know that collecting from an existing client is drastically more likely than collecting from a former client. So do not wait. Start the process of reducing services as early as possible, and don't let walking out on the customer be a surprise. 
Collecting your bills is very, very important. And if done right, it will lead to very few bad debts. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.